Ladies and gentlemen, it is four minutes past ten. It is the 9th of January 2019, the Chinese year of the top shelf dinger. And we're back. We out here. We had to do it to them. You know we did. Well, frankly, we had nothing better to do. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Coffee and Memes. Steady job, a couple extra potatoes. That's all I want. You're getting on, you're pushing 30s, love. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Well, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy. And that's funny and it's, it's, it's kind of cool and it's interesting and it's edgy and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you. And if you don't play that out, you actually fail. Ladies and gentlemen of the Flat Earth, welcome to Coffee and Memes on YouTube, on Threshold.fm, just pouring out of the badly insulated door of the studio into the rest of the Peckham Light Industrial Unit. Welcome. Wesley Snips is now back in the, back in the picture. I mean, he, he, in a way, he never left. But he is now there on display for everyone on YouTube to witness, to look at his his shiny claws, uh, his bulging eyes, and his gadonkadonk junk in the trunk. How are you all today? Are you okay? Where are you? What did you have for breakfast? Does breakfast still mean breakfast? Are we really going to defy the will of the British people? Does Brexit mean we'll all be living in a post-apocalyptic wasteland where unstoppable hypersonic bionic penises are just roaming across the landscape shagging us all into an early grave i don't know i hope so that's that's my prediction for 2019 sex robots will take over the world after capitalizing on the no deal brexit it's fine by me you know i i will accept uh, it's nothing short of what we deserve you know it's the it's, it's not the revolution we need, but the revolution we deserve. So God bless us all. Hey, look, uh, some, 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 yeah, some utter madness in the news today, but also got oh, a fine sack full of shoe throwers. Got some new Rido bits off uh, Eat Brain, Rido and the gang, Rido and Counter-Strike, uh, Rido and Yo Mama. A uh, bit of neon light, a bit of noisier from last year. A couple of classics, Platinum by DK. Oh. Nice. Spore remix of Bullet Time by Bad Company. Remember that little nugget? <laughs> when was that from? 2005, 2006, 2004? Who fucking knows? Bit of old Joe Ford. I was going to play, like, I just was thinking about it the other day. Roll with the Punches by Peverilist. Old classic bit of, like, naughty dubstep from whew, way back when. Thought I might just drop that later for the sheer fuckaroo of it. Why not? Lobsters. Anyway, look, what have we got in the news? Uh, poachers getting stitched up by dirty cops on dating apps. Uh, did a Tesla self-driving car hit and kill a robot? hope so. Official sees energy drink, which gives you a boner for six hours. Thanks for that, Rob Wah. Um, body snatcher, funeral home boss, secretly sold dismembered corpses for cash. Um, damn, caught with a, a boot full of bootleg ball bags. That's, that's, that's nothing. Welsh mum aims to break the record for the most Harry Potter memorabilia. God, I hope I never have to meet her. And girl in tears after dress not good. Oh, well, there, look, there's good stuff, there's bad stuff, there's stuff in the middle. It'll probably be fine. 
How is everyone in the chat? Was there plenty of you in there? God, look at them all. Decent folk. Oh, Israel K asked, is my podcast still on iTunes? Yeah, man, they're all up there. There's the Ranking Radio one, which is me and Jim talking the tut. There's Ranking of Friends, the long-form podcasts and the... Uh, Ranking Records and Coffee and Memes podcast. They're all there. I've got, I, I, hopefully by the end of the year, I'll have at least 500 podcasts. That's the dream, isn't it? 500 different podcasts for every different one of my multiple personalities. Right, let, let's, um, oh, come on. Let, all right, look, let's have this Bullet Time Spore remix from, I'm going to try and find out when. Bad Company. Man, this is a freaking, this is a bit of gear. A bit of gear. Thanks to uh, Rob Humphreys and uh, the other people yesterday that were helping me with my tech issues. They now appear to be solved. So that's a bit of fun. What? Does it get better than old spore tunes? That's the question for today. Yeah, man. Spore remix of Bullet Time by Bad Company. <sighs> Fuck my old boots. Really, really get into it with them. Really, really penetrate those old boots. Whoo, uh, Apologies for the lack of Ben verse yesterday. Uh, he'd done himself in. Couldn't make it. 
It's long. It's the short version of that story. Um, but hopefully, either later in the week or next week. Um, right, okay, come on, let's get into this. Poacher arrested after bragging about her illegal kill to cop on dating app. It does seem um, that cops are spending a lot of time on dating apps, if uh, if the mainstream media is to believe, be believed. There was that one a few weeks ago with a guy who was hmm, a comedian who said that he was chatting to a hot girl, that one hot chick you know. Oh, wow. Matched with this one hot chick on the Tinder. Oh, yeah. And she was like, oh, wow, I love to take drugs. Yes. Oh, I would so much like some drugs right now. Do have some of the drugs? And he was like, yeah, sure, I have got the drugs. But he did not have the drugs. He just wanted the hot girl to come to his house. So he say, I have the drugs, hot girl. Come and take the drugs with me. And then the police came and raided his house. Uh, If it's true, that's a bit of a stitch up. But then again... You know, you did lie and say that you had the drugs when you didn't have the drugs. And so, guess fair's fair on that. S- square that off with the cops. Chalk that one up as a draw. Anyway, Poacher arrested after bragging about her illegal kill to cop on dating app. Uh, Poacher was arrested and charged. Yeah, yeah, that's the same, literally the same line. Um, the woman, who was not named, didn't take long to start boasting about what she had done to Cannon Harrison answering his first question about how she was. Oh, I'm great. I just shot a big old buck. Oh, no. Pretty happy about it. Um, well, you know, that's fine if it's, you know, if, it, if, if you're not poaching it, if you're doing it legally. Uh, sensing the woman uh, may have been a poacher, the game warden tried to dig a little further. He's literally a game warden. He's just out there. Was he just trying to match with chicks with... Uh, like in sort of hunting garms on the Tinder? I've not seen any chicks with hunting garms on the Tinder in my brief foray with uh, dating apps. It was mainly just girls expressing uh, their love for cheese and gin. That was very popular. Pictures of people hiking, like, wow, great, you go outdoors sometime, good for you. Oh, I love, I just so love walking and uh, fell running and cheese and gin. Oh, yes. Ah, fuck off. Uh, She replied, Oh, hold on a second. Sensing the woman may have been a poacher, the game warden tried to dig further uh, for information, asking, hell yeah, get him with a bow. She replied, well, we don't need to talk about that. Hint, hint. Well, that's sourcing up already, isn't it? Harrison continued, undeterred, asking, spotlight? To which the woman, r- woman answered, yeah. Uh, she went on to tell her prospective date how she had killed the animal at her ranch and showing him gory photos of a headless buck. Yeah, well, you know, if you're dishing out photos of recently severed deer heads on uh, Tinder, imagine if, if that was the other way around. Like, it, well, I mean, she did get arrested, fair enough. <laughs> uh, use of such lights to shoot deer is illegal in Oklahoma, with wardens turning up at the woman's home in McIntosh County to confront her soon afterwards. Oh, dear. God, wow. And then there's more pictures of the, the body, which presumably was once attached to the head. She admitted the offences and paid several fines. And she will probably think about bragging about illegal activities on dating apps uh, before doing it again. Well, you know, God bless her in a funny sort of way. Uh, Right, look, come on, let's get into the important stuff. Officials seize energy drink, which gives you an erection lasting for six hours. Officials need to mind their own fucking business, quite honestly. Like, 
This is an outrage. Rob Hua of the Metro, the Nightmare Angel of the Expressway, confirmed male feminist and uh, all-round son of a bitch. Uh, Red uh, reports, reports, reports. Red Bull might give you wings, but an energy drink called Natural Power SX gives you uh, much more of a harder benefit. Thanks, um, Rob Hua. Namely, a stonking erection that lasts up to six hours. Result. Um... Saves having to stock up on the gas station boner pills, isn't it? The African energy drink has been ordered to stop production by authorities in Zambia after a local man complained it left him sweating with an uncontrollable hard-on. Yes, I think I've been sent a picture of that in a WhatsApp group. Um, The Ugandan Bureau of Standards said that the drink contained uh, uh, sildenafil citrate, the active ingredient in Viagra, and is collecting samples to test, according to... The Daily Star. The company's general manager, Vikas Kapoor, said that the BBC said told the BBC that his knowledge of the drink <laughs> to his knowledge the drink does not contain any drugs. Okay, so he's not going to cop to it, fair enough. In a statement, the Zambia Medicines Regulatory Authority said officers from the sorry, Harry, officers from the three institutions are on the ground collecting samples and that and raw material these fucking boner drinks and that like to see how much of a stonk on you can get after just drinking a couple of sips in that leak. Um but and they're gonna find out whether or not this is true, or perhaps there are extenuating circumstances. God, that vegan from yesterday who's heartbroken and outraged by Pizza Hut, he's made the front page of the Metro today. They've even they even seem to have sent a photographer. They've got like a more um a more professional picture of his stupid little face. It's bizarre. They, oh, they you don't even want to see the comments on it. It's uh yeah, hilarious. Anyway, look, how about um right, let's um I'm gonna play this Kino bit. It's um I've played it a couple of times before, but it bears repeating. It's called Jungle Ballet. It's a lovely bit of kit.
Justin Didio. Hey, look, good news. Um, George, my dear brother, has given me this uh, Nicolas Cage adult colouring book uh, for Christmas. And um, I think I might just, while music is playing, I could just do a bit of colouring in. So that's, that's pretty cool. So yeah, next tune I'm going to get into that. And then by the end of the show, hopefully I'll have a whole Nicolas Cage face uh, to show you. Perhaps we'll auction it off for charity. <laughs> I'll give you seven lobsters for it. Uh, that's Jungle Ballet by Kino, um, spelled K-E-E-N-O. After I had more than one person <laughs> send me a message going, what is this Kino, K-Y-N, K-E-Y? I can't find it anywhere. Anyways, K-E-E-N-O, K-E-E-N-O. Yeah. Cool. Uh, anyway, good news for people that pretend to care about stuff. Uh, vegan and ethically sourced drugs are being sold on the dark web. Cool. Um, uh uh, yeah, I used to do a stand-up bit about this. Middle-class coke... Uh, this is uh, my arch-nemesis, Jasper Hamill at the Metro. Uh, reports, reports, reports. Uh, middle-class cocaine sniffers like to forget about the dreadful death toll and ecological destruction caused by their favourite drug. Yep, that is that was my whole bit. Um, now dealers have cottoned on to posh people's need to feel virtuous. Oh, you're going in hard, Jasper Hamill. Uh, and are offering a range of vegan and ethically sourced drugs on the dark web. I've suddenly just taken a shine to Jasper Hamill. <laughs> Maybe he's not so bad after all. A funny story. As it turns out, my girlfriend's best mate, a friend of mine, um, friend of mine now, um, actually turned out to, turns out, used to be a full-time journalist for the metro i only found this out yesterday but this is sensational news i want to get her on to find out the ins and outs of the absolute bollocks that uh has been written on here she was responsible for such highlights as uh, new pills allow you to shit glitter and you know all, all those sort of things so um basically i'll take her to task about it Anyway, back to uh, this. Um, we've checked the top dark web drug. We've checked the top dark web drug markets in the name of research and found cannabis cookies being sold, which claim to be both vegan and suitable for people on the paleo diet. Wow, they're delicious and don't take long to kick in. The vendor wrote, "That's good to know." You can also buy DMT, which is made from ethically sourced Brazilian uh, mimosa hostilis inner root bark, harvested from sustainable farms. MDMA is being sold in vegan pill cases, <laughs> along with LSD tabs suitable for people who don't like to eat animal products. Um, we will be, uh, we are unable to find any drugs aimed at pescatarians. <laughs> um, I don't know, is there anything fishy you can get jazzed up on? Who knows? Uh, the Telegraph also claimed to have discovered dealers who said, none of our revenue will ever go to criminal organisations involved in human trafficking, prostitution, or other ethically and morally untenable practices selling their wares on the dark web. Um, now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't unequivocally believe what you read on drug retail sites on the dark web, but I, I can't help but feel that, you know, as... As, as what they're doing is illegal in the first place, perhaps they're not to be trusted. <laughs> like, you go, oh no, no, he's it's a trustworthy dealer. You know the one. I mean, sure, he breaks breaks a few laws and that, but um, his word is gospel. <laughs> you know, he's a man of his word. It's the um, it's the thieves' code, honor amongst thieves, and all of that. Uh, cops claim that no drugs are really ethically sourced. <laughs> Right. Uh, the ethical claims are unlikely to be much more than a marketing play um, to entice new trade and charge a premium price. 
said a spokesman for the National Crime Agency. Shock horror. Who could imagine? Um, Most new psychoactive substances are sourced in China, and the NCA are not aware of any ethical supply chains from that region. Metropolitan Police Commissioner uh, 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 Cressida Dick... I've heard that name before. I've heard her on um, LBC, and it is hard to believe that that is a real name. Uh, Recently hit out of middle-class cocaine users who worry about the environment but see no harm in taking drugs. Is everyone just ripping me off? That stand-up thing's like three years years old now. Uh, There is misery throughout the supply chain, she said. I'm sure there is. Oh, don't ask smell nice, those those drugs. Uh, We've recently revealed that eco-friendly drug dealers are now packaging Class A drugs in reusable containers. Well, we'll get into that next. Uh, Here is uh, Platinum by DK. This is a lovely bit. Oh, some lovely bits on today. Come on. And I was about to say that uh, we've not had anyone on that sounds like IKEA furniture, but Kino could easily be a shelving unit. Fuck's sake, I've gone over the lines on this colouring book already. <laughs> In fairness, I'm out of practice.
uh, coming along. Platinum by DK, a bit of Renegade Hardware classic. Yowzers. I can't believe I went over the lines just all immediately in that colouring book. It's harder than it looks, alright? It's harder than it looks. Adult colouring books sort of came back into, well, I guess came into fashion with the whole safe space university uh, culture thing. Um, that, you know, if you were if triggered by an opinion different to mine, you have to run off to your safe space, do some colouring in. I thought it might be quite fun to do an adult colouring book, but like all the things you had to colour in were like really horrific triggering images. Like, ah, someone being beheaded. <laughs> anyway, we should make that happen. Well, I'll trigger the libtards. Lobster. Yeah, right, that's Platinum by DK. In case you didn't know, that's an absolute freaking shoe thrower. Yep, having that one, having that one. Right, what else have we got in here? We've got, um... Uh, all right, Welsh mum aims to break the record for the most Harry Potter memorabilia. Well, I mean, well done on, on I, I guess, having a child. I don't know, it doesn't say anything about husband or, or boyfriend or anything, but... Uh, I, I overheard, this is, uh, I don't know, three or four months ago, um, while walking past a cafe, a woman in obviously her late 30s wearing a Hogwarts school of wizardry hoodie complained that there are just no good men out there. I, I, I don't, I, anyway, I left it to it. A Harry Potter superfan is hoping to smash a world record for the most memorabilia with up to 4,000 items. Jesus Christ. Uh, Victoria McLean, 38, became obsessed with the wizardry world of uh, Potter while she was pregnant. Uh, She began to bring Hogwarts to her home and began filling rooms with toys, clothes, books, uh, jewellery, bags, and the severed limbs of her former partners. Uh, Victoria said, I read the first book in a fortnight and was completely and utterly in love. I've been a big fan ever since. I was 21, uh, a bit old. Oh, well, at least she's somewhat self-aware. Uh, a bit old. I couldn't go to Hogwarts, so I decided to bring Hogwarts to me. Okay, you're a psycho. Um, she, I, so I brought everything I could and it snowballed from there. The mum's most treasured possession is a 24-carat gold-plated golden snitch puzzle piece from Japan. Wow. Uh, it's the only one of 5,000 made and, and took her six years to get hold of. Oh, well, well done on that. Nice work. I'm really, I'm stoked for you. The superfan now believes she can smash the world record for the largest collection of Potter memorabilia. Um, it's impo- I'm glad that important world records like this are being uh, discussed and challenged, you know. Um, the superfan now believes she can, yeah, yeah. Record holder 
Menahem Asha Silva Vargas of Mexico City has 3,097 individual items. Uh, Victoria of Tonna in Neath in South Wales believes she could have up to 4,000 items. Well, why don't you just count them um, and has no idea how much the collection has cost? Too much. Well, one, in my opinion, one item of Harry Potter merchandise for an adult is too many. So whatever that first item cost is too much. And it just, it's just snowballed from there. The Mum of Three's collection is set to be counted, and Guinness will decide if she can claim the record. She added, Most importantly for me, I'd be bringing the record home, because it's currently in Mexico, and I want it back in the UK. <laughs> it's coming home. It's coming Harry Potter World Records are coming home. It's, uh, yeah, damn. <laughs> yeah, you can't let these Mexicans get away with it any longer. Build the wall. Bring the bring the record back to the UK, where it belongs. What kind of bizarre Harry Potter-based nationalism is this? Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Why has it got anything to do with where you live? <laughs> yeah, doing it for the UK. Yeah, the whole of the whole country, the whole of the UK are behind her. Woo! Let's get a, a um, let's get a GoFundMe together to get us some more fucking pot of bullshit to mess up her fucking house with. Jesus Christ! Ah, oh, well, God bless her. I hope she gets. <laughs> I hope it comes back to the UK. I can't can't tolerate the Mexicans having it one more day. <laughs> Lobsters. Oh god. Oh. Um <laughs> you know. Um what else have we got here? Body oh yeah, this looks like fun. Body snatcher, funeral home boss secretly sold dismembered corpses for cash. At least he didn't sell them for pingers. <laughs> At least he didn't sell them for Harry Potter merchandise. <laughs> oh god. Um the owner of a funeral home has been hit with a lawsuit over claims that she is a body snatcher and secretly sold dead bodies for cash, then gave grieving relatives fake ashes. Damn. That's cold. Megan Hess, who owns the Sunset Mesa Funeral Home in Montrose, Colorado, and its owner is a target of three lawsuits operating as a, for operating as a body broker. Yes, so that's your modern-day body snatcher. Well, I guess you're not so much snatching the bodies if you've already got them in the first place. Just selling them on, just a middleman. Fine, just trying to make a pound note. It's a side hustle, isn't it? Come on. Cut the cut some slack. Just write a self-help book about it. Start a podcast. On Monday, Terry Thorsby filed a lawsuit against Hess and the funeral home after she learned her deceased mother, Mildred Carl's knees, head, arms and pelvis, was sold secretly. It's not about having your, da- your, your dead mama's knees being sold for cash, is it? Like, you, get the, you get the ashes and I'm, it's not much in here. Like, what about the knees? And you flogged them. What do you mean you flogged her knees? Yeah, and her neck. What? what? Oh, I'm losing it. Oh, God. That fucking Harry Potter thing has just killed me. Oh, why is it important to bring the record home? Oh. I don't know. I wonder if she voted for Brexit. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Anyway, this game, this lass has been fucking selling knees. <laughs> selling knees and pelvises. Oh, she's just trying to make a pound note. Uh, Thornsby uh, took legal action after she got a letter from the FBI, which is investigating the funeral home, uh, that stated her mother's appendages were sold, according to NBC11. The FBI is still investigating where Thornby's father, Larry's body parts, ended up. Oh, God. Sold his, <laughs> sold his elbows to some maniac, some Jeffrey Dahmer wannabe fucking psycho. He's got a bag full of bootlegged elbows. It's not on. Um, Get your act together. Uh, the day after Thanksgiving, Mrs. Uh, Thorsby received a letter from the FBI saying that she could be a victim of a crime, uh, said Thorsby's lawyer, Chris Cohen unimaginable things that occurred at the crematorium and the mindset and the thinking that was going on as these people were dismembered and body parts were packaged and sold and loved ones' remains were cremated. What kind of a fucking sentence is that? That needs some punctuation. That should be two sentences. Who's writing this? Bloody Chris Cohen, lawyer of the others. I don't want him as my lawyer. No way. I can't even use capital letters at the beginning of sentences. Get a grip, Chris Cohen. Get your act together. Um, we also understand many of the remains were not actual remains of the loved ones. Oh, that is that's unfortunate. Uh, oh wow! Oh jeez! Now the broadcast is on a different machine. That means I can't put up pictures of um, uh, pictures of people. The woman accused, Megan Hess. Man, I don't know if any of you have seen the memes where it's like women with those sort of bob haircuts and and bad sunglasses and they're like asking to see the manager and then the haircuts get bigger and bigger until it's like i demand a parlay with your ceo she looks like she's one of those she's got an absolutely enormous barnet like huge perm just i don't know this photo must be from the 90s or something but she looks every bit the body snatcher. She looks like she's got a briefcase full of knuckles. Just, I don't know, just out the back. She's like, hey, which one do you want? Do you want a four-finger knuckle? Yeah, 30 quid. Come on, show me the fucking money. Mad. Yeah, she's definitely got some bodies under the patio. God bless her. Right, um, what else have we got in terms of footwear flingers? Oh, um, this is new Rido on Eat Brain. EP's called Rido and the Gang. This is called The Fuck, and it's Rido and Counter-Strike. Nice bet.
Yes, right on Counter Strike. It's called The Fuck. Uh, thankfully, though, they've removed the U and the C uh, from the word fuck. Uh, so, yeah, presumably, not to trigger anyone. So, thanks for that. Thanks for thinking of uh, my feelings. Yeah, that's a beauty. It's out now on Eat Brain. Rido and Counter-Strike. It's called The Fuck. It's off the Rido and the Gang EP. And God bless them, you know. God bless Rido and the, and the whole gang. The whole squad. The crew. The posse. The ragtag bunch of raconteurs and renegades. Uh, yeah. Anyway, Florida man denies syringes found in rectum of his. Good old Florida. Where would we be without them? Uh, a Florida man claimed ignorance when jail officials found syringes in his rectum uh, during an early morning strip search. Everyone likes an early morning strip search. That, that clear the cobwebs, I know. Wesley Scott, 40, was arrested Friday in Pinellas County on an outstanding warrant charging him with drug possession. Uh, reports the smoking gun. Oh, wow. So this is a, a website called um, wcjb.com uh, referencing... Good old smoking gun. Uh, when Scott was searched uh, at the jail, officers found three syringes up his bot bot. Yikes. However, Scott claimed that he found the syringes and they were not his. <sighs> if you found a syringe, I think the last thing you would do with it would be to conceal it within your rectum. I think that that is, of all the things you could do with a found syringe, I just don't think that that would be very high up the list. I think that would be... That would be just above drive it into your eyeball, I think, insert it into your bottom. I th- really do think that it's it, you're going for it, trying to claim that something that has been found in your bum is not yours. Like, oh, how did that get there? Oh, uh, yeah, no, that's not mine. Never seen that before. No, didn't, didn't notice. No, well, no, absolutely no idea. I mean, what circumstances would have to be true for the, to genuinely, like, I guess maybe you've been drugged, uh, someone's waved some poppers under your nose to just relax you off a little bit. They've poked them up there. And then when you've woken up, you've not realised that there are no less than three syringes concealed inside your body. Seems unlikely, you know, but I guess with the li- right lawyer on your side, probably not that lawyer from the bloody bootleg bootleg bones case. I think, you know, maybe with, um, what's his name, Johnny Cochran, that guy, the guy that got OJ off, he might be able to, he might be able to blag it. However, Scott claimed that he found the syringes and they were not his, although he did not explain how he wound up with them in his bot-bot. Scott was charged uh, with introducing contraband into a correctional facility and is held on a £5,000 bond. Whoopsie. Um, 
Okay, uh, we will stick with Florida for a little bit. Florida man doesn't get straw, attacks McDonald's employee. <sighs> Listen, bro, why do you want to kill sea turtles, eh? Well, what, what do you love so much about killing sea turtles with your plastic straw? You awful bastard. Don't you know that it's plastic straws are ruining the whole world? And if we don't give up them now, we will all be under six foot of plastic straws within six months. You Florida man. Uh, St. Petersburg, Florida. Oh, shit, it's always going down in St. Petersburg in Florida. What is it about that place? It's, it's, it's the thing that when you reach a certain temperature, and particularly a certain humidity, people just start doing crazy shit, and that's why all the mad stuff happens in Florida. Or is it just like a, some sort of magnet for crazies? What's the deal? Someone let me know. I want to go there. A Florida man angry at not getting a straw at McDonald's was caught on video attacking an employee and attempting to pull her over the counter. Oh, yeah, I've seen the video of that. It's um, the employee sort of basically knocked knocked seven shades of shit out of him. Uh, Dennis Taylor, 41, became upset Monday when there were no straws at the St. Petersburg area McDonald's condiment bar. Taylor was unaware of a new city law that went into effect on January 1st, requiring customers to request straws. Uh, Despite being told of the new law, Taylor began screaming at employees, claiming that the law did not exist. (laughs) She's just like, I am above the law. I command the law. I will tell you what laws exist. (laughs) Fuck sea turtles. Um... Taylor grabbed employee Yasmin James by the shirt collar and pulled her over the counter. James uh, attempted to defend herself by punching Taylor in the face, which she does repeatedly with great effect. After leaving the restaurant, Taylor returned to yell at the store manager and kicked another employee in the stomach before once again leaving the scene. Taylor was later arrested and charged with two counts of battery. He was later found with a sea turtle in a headlock, giving it a noogie. He sounds like an all-round scumbag. Well, I hope he gets 25 to life. Uh, What else have we got here? Come on. Oh, wow. A man gets Glade air freshener stuck up bum during sex game. A 40-year-old man has been forced to undergo emergency surgery after a spray can of Glade air freshener got stuck in his body. Uh, The unnamed man was rushed to the Francisco Moscoso Puello Hospital in Santo Domingo, Dominican Republic, and was immediately taken to the operating room. Bit of fun, isn't it? According to the... He's a big old can. It is... You know, it's... Yeah, it's a full-size can of Glade, and it has gone all the way in. There's a picture of it, which sadly I can't get up on the screen, but it's a bit pooey, as you might imagine. According to reports, the man's wife allegedly put the Glade product up his bot-bot at his request while they were having sex. Well, that's a bit of fun, isn't it? Oh, they've got a, um x-ray of it, and yep, looks as you expect. It's a pelvis with some legs and then an aerosol can right in the middle. Damn, it reportedly took doctors around two hours to remove the spray can. A uh, hospital spokesperson said since the man is stable and recovering after the incident. Statement has also said that there are similar cases, and it's not uncommon. Um, but typically involve dildos and bottles rather than spray cans. Spokesperson added that people have admitted with uh, been admitted with trapped wooden and plastic objects as well as vegetables such as eggplants. That's cool, isn't it? Nice to keep your uh, sex games vegan. A doctor told local media that it's not common to talk about these incidents in hospitals as it could cause embarrassment and lead fewer people coming forward with their sex-related injuries, especially when involving women. 
Health advisors warned that introducing objects into, into the body for sexual gratification is a potentially dangerous practice and could affect someone's health and, and long-term sex life. Um, I know someone who was uh, an A&E nurse and someone came in uh, with a toilet brush up their body. Uh, they'd had to bring the whole family in because the mum had to drive and they couldn't leave the kids at home. Uh, it was obviously a sex game that had gone wrong. Anyway, upon removal, they found that it had severely lacerated his colon, lacerated his colon and he will sadly be shitting in a bag for the rest of his life. So just, for Christ's sake, do not stick a toilet brush up your ass. Uh, it's a really, really bad idea. I mean, God, imagine having to explain that to your friends and family. Give it a miss. Give it a miss. Anyway... Um, oh, Woolly Mammoth, VIP, by Akov. It's on Cause for Concern Records, Cause for Concern Recordings. It's a nice bit. It's a nice bit. To get back to this colouring in, actually. Starting to come together, isn't it? He's got a bit bloodshot eyes. I think he's been on the ganja herb. Yeah, you know the ganja herb. That's a hot joint. It's Woolly Mammoth VIP. Uh, it's by Akov. It's on course for concern recordings. It's absolutely fine by me. Literally, no, no, no issues with that. Like that, 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 you know, I'm straight. From the in tray to the out tray, that's, yep, yeah, rubber stamp it, absolutely fine. 
Uh, workmen find Skip full of cannabis near school. Um, a group of workmen were shocked after they stumbled across a skip filled with suspected cannabis. The men were working in Stritchley, Birmingham, uh, this morning when they found around 50 suspicious bags. <sighs> yeah, you, you know there were 60 suspicious bags when they found it. On closer inspection, they turned out to contain vacuum-packed sacks of leaves and stalks alongside bin bags full of cannabis offcuts. Uh, glazing firm worker Jordan Hamilton, 24, saw the drugs haul after being called over by colleagues. He said, Howie, I walked up, I walked up to work and the boys were like, Jordor, do you want to see some weed in that lake? Um, he said, I saw something on the floor and thought it was grass cuttings. Then I realised it was the greeny ganja weed. The Maui Maui, the Buddha, the chronic, the herb. Yes, all right. Thanks, Jordan. Uh, but it's... Uh, it's all the stalks and the leaves that have been cut off and leftovers, not all the buds. Um, but it's all there, and it stinks. Uh, but he was unhappy. Uh, where, but he was unhappy when they called the police and said they could have taken five days. Uh, and they said it could take five days to remove the bags. Uh, the industrial estate the suspected drugs were found on is 400 metres from a school. He added, we phoned the police and they said, we'll be there in five, we'll be with you in five days. Uh, Five days, there'll be nothing left in five days. Um, It's not like it's full of drugs, but people will be rooting through it to see what they can find. I bet they were rooting through it to see what they could find. That's hilarious. I mean, I guess what would you do? Just stick it in a van, take it to the police station and be like, look, there you are. Come on, deal with it. Deal with it. Christ. Uh, Right, look, come on, guys. Uh, To play us out. Let's have this perilous bit. Classic bit of nice dubby-dub. Um, well, you know, just play a little classic dubby-dub every now and again just to mix things up, keep things fresh. You know, it's fine. This is Roll With The Punches.
Definitely reminds me of being in Bristol nightclubs, gently swaying in between a crowd of geezers and a thick cloud of the ganja herb. Mmm. So, look, it just leaves me time. Shout out the VIP list. List of bad motherfuckers that are help, helping to keep this station alive. Helping to keep me do this every single weekday morning and beyond. They're supporting on Patreon for $10 a month or more. So, if you want your name on this list, just head on over to Patreon. You can find the link on Support the Station or in the YouTube description. And you'll find out what to do. That list of bad motherfuckers is Oliver Hooper, Nicholas Gonclaus, Tom Ryan, Reese Mossen, Squidgy Beats Parsons, Paulie Hutton, Ciaran, sorry, Kieran R. Just can't do. <laughs> uh, Michael Kudetsky, uh, Matthew Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Parker, Murphy, Tony J, Sam Howard, Richard Patterson, Jack Murphy, Tom Cam, Stephen Harris, Matthew Bullard, Zara Pickle, Jerome Van Thunderbout, Mike Pye, Anthony Walker, Lily Unsub, Richard Franks, Thomas Hall, Chode Ryder, Andrew Heischelbeck, John Finnison, the BDR crew. Peter Blatchford, Austin Griefkeeper, Kennedy Lightfield, Ryan Glazer, James Parry, Dave Thompson, and Hendo Bartendo. So I'll be back this evening with Jim for Ranking Radio. Probably, I guess, about half seven. That'll be streaming on the Ranking Radio Facebook page. Talking the tut, shooting the breeze, indulging in some wets. Just generally harassing James Boat's laugh. Right, Coffee and Memes will be back tomorrow morning at 10am for more of these crazy old lobsters. Oh yes, thank you very much y'all. Oh no, look at now that's over there and oh, good God. Okay, well I love you all very dearly. Take care, stay out of trouble.